This sports social podcast is brought to you by BetVictor, where live streams, smart stats, and in-play betting can help you make your best bet yet. 18 plus, begambleaware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Hi, everyone. What's up? Chelsea fans, I hope you're all feeling good. This is Xavier Mbuyamba, and you're listening to the Blue Day Podcast. Enjoy. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. Yes, what a way to announce our return. We are back, fellow Chelsea supporters. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We are the Blue Day podcast, where every day is a blue day. How about that then? A great prospect at our club, who we signed from Barcelona in the summer, in Javier, doing the introductions. Uh, Javier, thank you very much for doing that as well. Yes, I did say on our last episode there would be some surprises, and, and today there will be a few, I can guarantee it. For those new listeners, I am your host, a man with a face for podcasting, Keith Lawrence. Unfortunately, I do have some sad news from the Blue Day podcast that I'll be announcing now, and that is that my esteemed co-host, the Londoner living at large up north, is taking an, an extended leave of absence from the show. I would like to publicly thank Warren for his contributions on the podcast, and I would just like to say that I don't see it as a goodbye, but I've learned from a young age, it's more never say never. However, as Freddie Mercury once famously sung, the show must go on. And on today's episode, I will be reviewing the Chelsea Morecambe match from yesterday, telling you what you can expect from the Blue Day podcast in 2021, and so much more. So let's begin, shall we, with the game from yesterday, the FA Cup third round tie between Chelsea and Morecambe at Stamford Bridge. Of course, no fans were there in attendance, but we were we were obviously there in spirit. The game was on BBC iPlayer for those that are living in the United Kingdom. And for those that joined myself on the Blue Day podcast YouTube channel for the live watch along, thank you very much for that. It was actually quite an enjoyable experience doing that. So we will hopefully be uh, looking to do more of them this year. But the game itself... 4-0, didn't think it was a flattering scoreline. I looked at the game with Morecambe. They were defending for a large part of that game. 
They were giving us a lot of the ball, especially in our defensive areas. And the possession stats obviously told that. It was great to see Werner get his goal. It was fantastic that Havertz was able to get that brilliant header for the fourth. And in regards to the lineup itself as well, if I just talk about that for just one second, the lineup I thought was extremely strong. I was expecting a couple of the youngsters to maybe start, like Anchorin and, and Lawrence, but Lamps decided to go the other way. He decided to go for a strong lineup, which was important. He decided to go with the likes of Zuma in defence, with Aspilicueta as right back. Billy Gilmore, I'd like to mention him as well. Billy Gilmore playing in the holding midfield role. He looked outstanding. Yes, we do have to consider that it was a League 2 opposition, but doesn't matter. At this stage, with Gilmore's development, it really doesn't matter. I thought he was very, very good in that position. He was positive with his play. He always looked to go forward. He never looked to go sideways or back. And with a midfield of him, Mount and Havertz, I can't see that as the midfield going forward this season. Maybe next season, we will never know. But this season, definitely, I can't see that at all. But Mount, fantastic for him to get his goal. It was really great for him to get that goal. It's his first goal since the game against West Brom, where we drew 3-3. So that will obviously get the confidence going. And the front three, I will mention these as well, in Hakim Ziyech, Werner and Hudson-Odoi. Hudson-Odoi, again, great for him to get his goal. It was a very good finish. Fantastic run as well to beat the offside trap. Timo, as I've mentioned, he got his goal. Brilliant for him. He is going to be a top striker. I thoroughly have faith in him I urge all Chelsea supporters whether from Bombay Sydney in London wherever you are Werner will be a top top player for this club so we just have to keep supporting him through the rough times because the good times are coming I promise you that but I would also like to mention one other particular avenue into this and that was the substitutes that came on obviously Tammy came on for Mason Mount, Pulisic came on for Hakim Ziyech. Hopefully, Pulisic will then start getting his confidence and his flow of the game going, where he will be able to assist and score goals. Olivier Giroud came on. I was actually surprised that he didn't start, but turned out to be a good decision. Anchorin came on with about 10 minutes to go. Again, I was surprised he didn't start, but hopefully he will be featured in the games more often this season. But the one person I would like to mention is Fakayo Tomore, who came on as well with 10 minutes to go. A very, very good centre-back. Not sure what's happened between him and Frank. Obviously, something has happened that the Chelsea fans are not aware of, and the Chelsea football club will not obviously disclose but it was great to see him back on the turf at Stamford Bridge I do hope that we do not sell him if he goes out on loan for maybe a year not a bad thing for him it it will aid his development and it will also help ourselves with hopefully dealing with him with a new contract and hopefully he will come back a much better player but the Chelsea game itself I thought 4-0 I actually predicted 3-0, so it was only one goal off. However, 
fantastic that Frank is obviously taking this competition seriously based on some other results that we saw yesterday with Crawley spanking. And I mean spanking against Leeds United. I think Leeds United are still sore after that. I would be after that spanking. But overall, great win. And hopefully it will get the confidence going between now and with our next game coming up against Fulham. Well, another London derby game is on Sky Sports if you are in the UK. So hopefully we will get the win we need with that one. So, excellent win. What I would like to do now is get Frank Lampard's thoughts on this. So we have Frank Lampard, not on the Blue Day podcast, he's not as a guest, but we have got the reaction from the win yesterday. So here is Frank Lampard and one of the players who did really well, especially in the first half with his attacking intent, was Emerson Palmieri. These are their faults. Frank, that's perfect. Everything about it. Yeah, maybe more goals, but um, you have to do the job. Spoke about application and preparation before the game. I thought that was spot on from the lads. Not easy in, in those games. I remember playing them and there's no space between the lines because they drop so deep. There's no space behind. So you have to make things happen. And I thought we did that at the right times. Mason with a long shot. Um, Kai running in the box combines with Timo Callum running against the back line so I, I, yeah, it was very very comfortable afternoon obviously maybe more goals would have been nice but um, happy with the professional nature of our performance and the scorers because I know Mason wants to chip in a bit more obviously Timo's gone none in 12 Kai's got one Callum got one I thought he maybe had his best game since you, you've been his manager uh, well I think Callum's had some good performances lately to be fair but yeah I think um, yeah you know, Mason can and, and should and will score more goals from midfield. We, we get to his birthday today and I think because of the amount of games he's played already in his young career you forget how young he is, that, that'll be part of his development. The same sort of thing with, with Kai and Timo on a different level, everyone's talking about them, uh, they're young lads, they've come to the new league, I keep saying the same thing, games like today are good, little, little boosters for confidence, little boosters to, to fill their, their way in and they'll get much, much better and Callum, yeah, another good performance and I love it when he's breaking lines and, and, and getting in goal scoring positions, that's the difference for me between wingers um, that are good wingers and wingers that can become great wingers by scoring and creating and Christian does it a lot, he did it last year, Callum's doing it now, he needs to keep doing it. I presume, if I, if I could be presumptuous, that your selection was based on that today. If we'd won six on the spin with all those playing, that they might not have started, and maybe you've, you've kind of done it for a bit of help for them as well, you know, to take forwards. I think there's a bit of balance in that, yeah, I see that. I mean, it's, you have to approach the game with an idea of where you're at, and uh, yeah, I think we were searching for we're searching for confidence in a couple of positions. Might as well be honest about that, from individual players and performances that we need to get up a level, whether it is development or they're young of course we still need to get it up and I felt like today was a good game for a few but also a good game for some players that deserve to play for how they train across the back of the pitch Rudiger comes in Emerson comes in Kepper comes in players that are, are, are performing and, and acting the right way daily in training sometimes it's hard for me to, to not be playing them because I have to pick from the squad today they came in and did their job very well Just a final one on Ziyech our, our not so good run has coincided with largely his absence you played here with Mata who can play those balls. Not many can. It, it gives you another dimension, doesn't it? Because it's not just getting it wide. It, it, it's a way through the middle, but that, that unbelievable dropping yeah. a ball on something like Wang could do. Yeah. Not seen anyone here since him probably until until maybe now. No, no, it's a, it's a talent. 
typically it seems like lefties have that little bit more guile with it. I don't know whether that's right, but we've always seen that over the years. But he sees the pass and he has the confidence to take on the pass. And if he might you know, miss hit, under hit, over hit some, he's looking for that vital pass, as you say. Not always from wide, from central areas. And I'm very happy for him to get in there. You know, he's, it's been such an unfortunate start for Hakim to get injured in pre-season, to then come back and be playing so well and then get injured again. And of course, even now, I think he's still feeling his way slightly. But we've had a good week's work for him and the squad this week, training-wise, and again today, and again this week going into Fulham. Well played today. That was a good win. Goals, clean sheet, everything perfect. Yeah, it's, the, the game today is very important for us, no? because the last game is uh, we, we lose. No? So today is the, the more important is a solid game and a good victory like today. And you had a lot of chance to, to come forward today. In the first half, it looked like you were trying to score a goal. Yeah, I tried three times, no? but it uh, don't happen today. But, uh, but I'm fine, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for the, for the team and for the result. When you play behind Callum, like you did today, because he likes to go infield a lot, was the plan from Frank in, in training for you to a lot be coming on, on the overlap like that and for Aspi the same on the other side with Hakim Yeah, Zier? Callum or Hakim or Christian, uh, they, they like to stay uh, between the lines, no? Uh, so, and for me... Uh, we have, I have the, the uh, space you know, for the for the, the, the overlap, or, or like today, Callum stay more high, you no, know, and me more inside. So is, this is a good uh, connection you know, with us. It depend, depends of the, the the opponent, and uh, we try to to move the defenders. And just for you personally, your game, uh, you, you don't play perhaps as much as you would like, but you're you're still getting football in league, in cup, in the Champions League. Do you feel good? Personally, for you? Yeah, yeah, I feel good because I, I train uh, every day hard, you know. Uh, I'm always always ready when the, the, the mister uh, put me in the pitch and I try to, 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 to do my best. And your English is coming along very well? Yeah, I will, I will try to always keep it better and better. Thanks for joining yeah. us. Well played today. Thank you. So it was interesting to hear that from the boss and Emerson Palmeira. I just want to start with Frank's faults. One thing that that I did get out of that was his assessment of Hakim Ziyech. Now, I would say he has been very influential since he's come into the team from the summer. Potentially a very, very good signing. There have been moments where he has done extremely well. I think there was a game against uh, Leeds United where he was probably the best player on the pitch. But then against Manchester City the other week, it, it didn't really turn out great for him. Obviously, it didn't turn out well with a lot of the players that day. But to compare um, himself with Juan Mata, I wouldn't necessarily say there was comparisons. I can I, I get there a little bit with the through balls and the assists, the, you know, the amount of assists that Juan Mata had in his time at Chelsea. But I personally would say that it's far too early days for that. I think Hakim does need to do more on a consistent level and at a top level to be anywhere near the ability of what one matter had with us. And if I can turn maybe turn into with Emerson Palmieri, a player who divides opinion amongst Chelsea supporters. I, I for one myself feel that he's not the a top level left back he's he's certainly fantastic as a wing back no doubt about that he he reminds me of lot of Davide Zabacosta 
fantastic going forward. Bit suspect going back, which is why when we did sign Ben Chilwell, it was so refreshing to see him in the left-back spot because he gave us so much more value than Emerson and Alonso. But Emerson as a alternative to Chilwell for the short term is not a bad thing. I think Emerson... Obviously, Lampard rates Emerson higher than what he does with Alonso at this moment in time. So to keep Emerson between now and the end of the season, I think would be hugely beneficial to Frank and the club. So we shall see. There are reports that Napoli were interested in Emerson this month. Chances are whether it will be a loan or even a permanent we shall see but what are your thoughts on Emerson and what are your thoughts on Frank Lampard's selection if you wish to get in touch with us we do have a email address it is at at the blue day podcast at gmail.com please get in touch with us we have had again for those new listeners that we have we have had fans get in touch with us since we started back in September get in touch with us and we will obviously read your comments and opinions out but in regards to Frank as well he obviously did his post-match press conference as well these were his thoughts on Timo Werner's performance I'm just pleased for him because you know strikers want to score goals and uh, he's had some plenty of near misses in those times he's been getting in positions to score goals that hasn't been going in for him so I was pleased to play him today, getting confidence of scoring a goal. I thought he could do it. wasn't easy. There wasn't space behind them because they defended so deep. So, um, but he gets his goal and, and we'll move onwards. I think it's important. I just keep saying it to the media that we 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 understand Timo and Kai that they're they're young lads coming into this league and, and tough patches are normal coming into the Premier League. Some of the greatest players that have graced it have found that in the beginning. Um, that was a nice little step for both of them. Yes, I completely concur with that, Frank, that it was a big step forward for both Timo Werner and Kai Havertz. Of course, two players that graced the Bundesliga with so much guile and finesse and they were outstanding outstanding performers in the Bundesliga, excuse me. But obviously the Premier League is is a different kettle of fish. It's far, far tougher. I I believe then the Bundesliga to really settle in, but so far, have they been value for money? Not yet. But we haven't signed them for one season. We've signed these players for the next five years at least. So people criticizing Havertz and Werner, yeah, everyone's entitled to criticism. Everyone, you know, everyone in their lifetime will get criticized. That's that's not the issue here, but. We'd need to support these players. They are wearing the the famous blue shirt. So we should be supporting them through the tough times because we will see them in the good times. Like I said before, I can definitely guarantee it. They They are too much quality not to be outstanding players. So that was Frank Lampard's post match reaction to the Morecambe FA Cup tie. So the FA Cup draw. If for those of you that are going to be listening on the day that this podcast is released on Monday, the the draw for the FA Cup is out tonight. The fourth round and fifth round draw is happening on the same day. They say about they're doing it to, you know, work out with COVID 
issues and things, but for me, it's, that's a load of bollocks. You can easily separate the two draws. I don't know really why they're doing that. But say la vie, it's just one of those things. However, we move forward to the Fulham match on Friday. At this at, at this moment in time, it is on the Friday because there are re- reports and rumours that the game might actually be moved to Saturday evening. So if when whenever that is announced or if anything is announced, you will hear it on the Blue Day podcast. We we will we will be announcing it on our Facebook page as well. So if you if you are on Facebook and you like what you hear and you're fans of Chelsea, find us on Facebook, the Blue Day Podcast. I would like to move on to what you will be expecting from the Blue Day podcast in the year 2021. Of course, with everything that's going on at the moment, with COVID and everything else, 2020 was a bit of a shit year. But what we are trying to do here at the Blue Day podcast is to try and cheer up those Chelsea fans that are missing their football and are missing going to the games and, in fact, missing that overall camaraderie with their fellow Chelsea supporters. So what we're trying to do on the Blue Day podcast is to make 2021 a much happier year for Chelsea supporters. So what we have in store for the podcast is we'll be having more guests on the show. So for those, again, new listeners that we may have and for those that are not aware... We have had ex-Chelsea players on the podcast for exclusive interviews, the likes of Ron Chopper-Harris, Chelsea Royalty, the likes of Sean Wright-Phillips as well. And we've also had the Chelsea Pitch Owners, which was our first exclusive interview. We had them come on the show last year talking about the Chelsea Pitch Owners and also how you can get a share on of the pitch at Stamford Bridge. So we are, for the year 2021, going to have new guests, more guests on the show. So please keep a lookout for that one. You will not be disappointed. We, myself in particular, is working night and day, believe you me, to try and get the very best guests that this Blue Day podcast supporters deserve. We are also looking to do more watch-alongs. Of course, my esteemed co-host Warren did a number of watch-alongs on our YouTube channel. If you are if you're not aware, we have a YouTube channel as well, so go find it on YouTube, the Blue Day podcast. We have had a number of watch-alongs that have been uploaded and they've been superb all the time. Absolutely all the time. We are looking to do some more this year, of course. However, these will be announced accordingly. We will not be doing every game due to um, family commitments, but please join us as we do have fun doing these. Put in your comments, put in your views as well, and we will have a bit of fun with that. We are not like Arsenal TV. We stay positive through the bad times. But finally as well, we are going to do uh, something a little bit quite new. So it's a little bit refreshing for us. We will be doing shirt raffles as well this year. So the Blue Day podcast will be doing some shirt raffles for Chelsea supporters to get their hands on some Chelsea items. So a number of Chelsea shirts have come into my possession that I will be putting them up on our Facebook page. I'll also be announcing on the YouTube channel and on our Instagram page. We have an Instagram page as well. So find us on the Blue Day podcast on information on these shirts. Some 
are obviously going to be more valuable than others. But again, you will not be disappointed. Enter the raffle for yourself. Enter the raffle for your loved ones. If your loved one likes Chelsea and their favourite player's name is on the back of the shirt, then not a bad present for them. So we will be doing shirt raffles. And in fact, we may even have a little bit more of a surprise in the next couple of months of 2021. And lastly, we will be announcing our third player guest that will be on the Blue Day podcast this week. So you will not be disappointed with that. So find us, like I said, on Facebook, on YouTube. The announcements will be up one day this week. Hopefully, if I can get the time to get uh, everything else sorted in place. But that's it for me. We will be back next week to review the Fulham-Chelsea game. If it's on the Friday, chances are it'll probably be most likely on the Saturday. But join us again for next week where we will hopefully have some more surprises in store for our fellow Chelsea supporters. To play us out as always, it's Harry J and the All-Stars. Stay safe and carefree. Network. $88 billion is just a number, but not when we use it for our community benefits plan. It can be used to help deliver the promise of an education. We'll empower young entrepreneurs through the creation of the Howard University and PNC National Center for Entrepreneurship. And uplift small businesses with access to the capital they need in order to grow. It's not just about dollars, it's about change. PNC.